I'm Patrick. This is Chris. And I'm Will. And you're listening to Guys With Issues. That's not going to confuse anybody. Thank you. I was, I, in my heart of hearts, I hoped you'd just go with it. Because <laughs> oh. that was the second thing that popped in my head. If you remember from last week. I did. Yeah, I remember from last week. You had another way to de- derail. Yeah. Or to, uh. Right. What were, what were you called? Uh. I said derail, but. <laughs> the distractor. Distractor. Yeah, yeah. Disruptor. Oh, Disruptor. That's, that's, that's what it was. Hey, hey. Listen, dude. If you're going to be in here, you have to be quiet right now. <laughs> you are the true disruptor. <laughs> that's right. The adorable disruptor. <laughs> the adorable disruptor. Sounds like a stage performance. It's it I, the adorable disruptor. So... Was that Will's to, sidekick? Was that how that was? The adorable, <laughs> it's Disruptor and his adorable sidekick. <laughs> so, we read the final part of Night Quest. Finally. Finally, Finally. through Night Quest. Uh, but before that, does anybody have anything to talk about? I feel like I had something. Does anybody have anything while I try to remember? I have been watching the new Strange New Worlds, Star Trek episodes what do you think of that are amazing oh i've heard such mixed opinions i about it. love them what do you love about them it feels so star trek to me really yeah that's cool yeah i will uh know you guys are big uh, wheel of time fans <laughs> of the book not uh, necessarily oh yes. i thought you were and, making uh, a joke about the show the last weekend my brother and sister-in-law were at my parents' house with us. We were all celebrating my brother's birthday. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were saying, yeah, we just watched, we started watching this new show on Amazon. Uh, I can't, oh, what was it called? Oh, it, The Wheel of Time. It's so good. And I just look at her and go, uh, if you like the show, never read the books because people who are longtime fans of the books that watch this show absolutely hate it because they screw up the whole timeline and stuff happens that shouldn't happen. And Ugh. My uh, father-in-law likes it, but... The show? The show. And the but books? No, no, he's okay. only ever seen the show. But again, that, I think... I feel like that's the, the common theme. And I think it's okay. I think that I can see why you would like it if you've never experienced it otherwise. It's the it's product The production value is good. I can't, no. Because you've read the books. I can't see it. That's because I don't believe they ruin you. so many things. So <laughs> many things. <laughs> I don't believe it. I have, I have an, a, a, a simmering hatred for that. Ooh. I just remember how, it, as it was going on... I, I was, was trying to be so You were positive. like, I'm not going to mind. And like, you're like, no, it's okay. It's okay. And then the finale happened, and you were like, I'm pretty sure I hate this show. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So bad. The amount of things they mess up in the finale. The crazy man. thing is, oh. I'm going to watch the next season as soon as it starts. Just to see if it, if it 
they fix anything? I mean, at this point, it's like watching a train wreck. Hmm. I still never went and watched yeah. Rings of Power. I I can't give it my wa- my watch my view. I think I watched like the first episode. Did you? And I just never went back. Hmm. I don't know. Don't know. Anyway, yeah, Strange New Worlds. I've been really liking it. I don't know. I've never even. I didn't know there was mixed reviews on it. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people saying that it's not good. I know some people don't like it, but I think it has more to do with certain people's opinions on things more than whether you, it's you mean actually political good. Stuff? Probably. Yeah. Probably. That's probably what it is. Yeah. I kind of let that stuff go because I mean I understand what they're doing in the show, but I still enjoy the show, the episode for what it is. Yeah, you can separate whether or not you think that it's agenda or pandering for what you're watching as far as the story goes and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. That's kind of how you say that's similar to how you approach mysteries though, because you intentionally try not to think ahead and just let it kind of unravel in in front of you. And that's one of the reasons that you can enjoy like the right of a mystery because you don't even ask the question sometimes of like things. And so, I mean, it's kind of in that same vein. You just, you're able to detach things, you know, Yep. But man, I know there was something I was going to share. I cannot remember. I don't know. Well, you got anything? Uh, I have uh, recently gotten to watching YouTube videos on scam baiting. So like people who uh, will go and find numbers for scammers. A lot of them are based out of India. And they will call them intentionally to either just prank them or sometimes they will get like reverse access to their computer because a lot of the scams are you download a, a remote access tool right? and you can sometimes reverse that connection. They'll get into the actual uh, scammer's computer and get other information and then delete it. Yeah, I've seen some of those. Those are amazing. And it's hilarious some of the stuff they'll say to get people. And then sometimes it's pretty sad because you'll see uh, like these old people who don't know Mm-hmm. And as someone who is always skeptical skeptical of others, um, it's hard for me to really understand how you would uh, kind of get scammed when someone's like, yeah, I accidentally deposited $30,000 into your account. You need to give me that money back. I'm like, mm, why don't you call your bank and confirm that first? So I had a scam text come through the other day. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they text my phone, and they were like, hey, this is Pastor Billy. Uh, I'm in a meeting, but uh, would you mind if I, if would you mind doing me a favor uh, if when you're available? I was like, Pastor Billy? Who is Pastor Billy? <laughs> and then I did some research with the interwebs, and I found, and I was like, oh, okay, because this was my guess. It It is my mom and dad's pastor it's my old my old home church's new pastor oh and so i was like okay so my mom actually works for the church like volunteers to do certain things she's on the church board and so i was like oh maybe he is doing something for like my mom or for you know what i mean i thought maybe it would be something like that like hey we're gonna surprise your mom or you know whatever right so i was like well, that depends on the favor. You know, that's how I usually answer people, even people I know that say, hey, would you do me a favor? Right. I always go, well, you tell me what the favor is, and then I'll tell you the answer to that. And so he was like, hey, 
right now I'm, at, I'm in a meeting, uh, but we want to do something for uh, some of the cancer patients at the hospital. Um, and so, and, but then it, he brought, I was like, oh, okay. Like, what do you need me to do? Like, what do, what are you doing? And it was, uh, it, they wanted to give them gift cards. Of course they You do. know, like always. And at first, be, when you hear like a pastor saying, we want to give gift cards to like people at the hospital, you're like, why? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's like outreach. That's like church outreach. I could see that. And so part of me is like, for a second, I was like, it's kind of oh, like specific. See, I'd be like, they're in the hospital. How can they use the gift card? Well, he specifically <laughs> was like, you know, well, dude, there's a, your phone. You could buy stuff on your phone. That's fair. But um, send somebody a gift well, get well card with a gift card in it, whatever. But um, but I like pretty much immediately was like, oh, this is a scam. So I was like, I'm going to tie up this person's time a little bit. So I was just like, oh, that's a really cool idea. I go, is it, a, is it part of like an out, the church outreach? And he was like, yeah, we thought it would be a good way to do something. And I'm like... Oh yeah, that's to- I totally get that, and um, I'm like, uh, is it for uh, the cancer patients at like from the church? Like any of them? Are they from the church or are they? And I started asking these questions, and I'm like, oh, that was probably Rosa asking for that. You know how she gets about things, and I was like, uh, and he was at one point he was just like, you know, they're st- they're messaging me consistently because they think I believe them, right, and. I'm just like, oh, hey, I, I saw that post you made today. Like, I really liked that. that. And he was like, oh, thanks. I appreciate it. And I go, yeah, I've never, I've never thought of pizza that way before. It was so enlightening, man. <laughs> and, and then he comes back. He's like, hey, I, like I said, I'm in a meeting. I really can't talk much now. Just let me know if you're able to pick those up. <laughs> So I message a few more times and then they, and I'm like, oh, what's your meeting about? Is it at the church or like, you know, they're like, no, it's like a family meeting. It's something, it's, uh, we had an emergency and I was like, oh, well, I hope everybody's okay. You know, like, and I'm like going, and then I'm, and then I'm like, oh, hey, when you preached the other week, um, I was like, when you, uh, what you said, like really stood out to me and hold on, not, man, I want to see. If I have this. Because I was telling a guy at work about how, like, you know, you got to be careful uh, about scammers. You know, there's some stuff going on at work. Maybe they, no. But uh, he had gotten something from Verizon. He had a, he uses Verizon for his phone. And he got an email about, oh, you can get some lower rates with us and internet and all this other stuff. And so he actually calls him up. He's like, yeah, I'd be interested. And he, he said it was, uh, it's not either like Hispanic or, uh, he says he couldn't remember if they were that or like uh, Indian sounding. Mm-hmm. And he went through this whole long process. And at the end, they're like, yeah, but you have to p- pay with a Target gift card. <laughs> and he's like, why? He's like, oh, we're actually partnering with Target. <laughs> it's a, a co-op thing we're pushing and he hung up at that point in time he says nah it's a so no but i i uh they were like hey don't forget you know scratch the stuff and send the picture and all this 
And I was like, you know that verse you shared the other day? I put, ah, you who hide, uh, who hide deep from the Lord, your counsel, whose deeds are in the dark and who say, who sees us? Who knows us? <laughs> I go, that really has me thinking about my actions a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and so eventually they messaged me after I was like, dude, I was like text bombing them. <laughs> and they're like, please kindly send the cards as instructed. <laughs> and I kind of knew the jig might be up. So I sent, I got pictures off of the internet of people holding cards, right? Mm-hmm. And some people even upload pictures of the backs scratched for people to do this so i started sending stuff and then i wasn't hearing back so i sent more and more and more pictures (laughs) and then eventually i started sending weird (laughs) gifts and i sent pictures of spider-man spider sense tingling (laughs) and i just kept dude i just i just kept going and i was like i was like how many friends do you have besides me? Did you see the new Spider-Man movie? Pretty good. Or you're probably more of a Fast and Furious type, aren't you? <laughs> I was I at just... Ocean's Eleven, but... But dude... Yeah, Ocean's... That would have been good. It was, it was uh, a good time. It was... I had a fun time. And I know that for at least a little bit, one of their focuses or phones or whatever might have been tied up for a little bit with somebody that was taking away their opportunity to scam somebody else. Mm -hmm. So I later find out that this happened to my mom as well. And what it appears to be is they, they, you know, church directories are sometimes publicized, like they can be published information depending. And so what it appears to be is that they somehow got the church directory and they'd been contacting a whole bunch of people. And I think my mom just recently updated my number in their church directory. Wow. And so I was like, Mom, you need to tell the pastor and make sure that he tells everybody at the church that this is going on. And they, I guess they did successfully scam at least one person from the church. Probably, some, I think it was like somebody who was a little older. And, but, but yeah, they tried it on my mom and I think they tried it on my aunt and like, yeah. Yeah, but I had fun everywhere. texting with them for a bit. I'm sure. I mean, there was one time I thought it was a scam. I never know. I don't know whatever came of it, but somebody texted me looking for my oldest sister. And apparently they had also text slash called everybody else in my family and everybody oh, else. Oh, you talked about this once. Yeah, yeah. Everybody else just ignored it. I'm not going to ignore it. I'm the villain of this story. <laughs> so I started messaging them back and forth, saying all kinds of like crazy stuff. But they would never tell me who they were. Like, they linked me to a Facebook account, but it's like, I don't know if that's actually who you actually are. Like, well, thanks for that, but who are you really? And I think, I don't know if she ever messaged them to to figure out exactly what was going on, but they just stopped. Obviously, if it was a scam, I scared them off. But, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Good talk. Yeah. Strange new world scam artists. <laughs> yeah, don't get scammed, people. And and what about you, Will? I mean, Chris. 
No, that was good enough. I feel I can't remember what I was going to share about it, anything mm-hmm. going on lately. We just had, you know, my daughter's birthday just happened. And um, like I said, in the last issue, went to North Carolina. We also had a funeral, unfortunately. My wife's grandmother passed away. Um, so we've just been kind of dealing with that kind of stuff. And, and right now we're going to build up to our discussion of the day. Oh, yes. Discussion yeah. of the Wednesday. Night Quest, part three, and the finale. Are you winging it again this week? Oh, yeah. Full on, huh? Just, I think it's what I'm just going to keep doing. Well, our listener really liked it last week, so. (laughs) Uh, Okay. You going to give us a synopsis, Will? Yes. Might as well, because I don't have to intro this book. We've been doing this for weeks now. (laughs) Which I kind of enjoy. This week, we see Osriel, Jean-Paul Valley, being Batman, finally crosses the line Batman says he's never going to cross. The finish line. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. As he continues to... he's never been to Finland before? Uh, Oh, jeez. So many puns. Those were our our. <laughs> I don't even remember what I was saying anymore. <laughs> so he finally crosses the yeah, line. He crosses a line that Batman sort of cross. that Batman has sworn he's never going to cross, and uh, well, at least the Bruce Wayne version. Right. And now you know uh, we see. You know, I had something. We see Bruce Wayne on the uh, search for Chandra Kinsolving. Yeah, and then when this happens like i had i had something cool like this last time all... down, Will. <laughs> <laughs> i should have <laughs> now well, i've learned robin anything nope and we get to no. see robin reunite with bruce wayne yeah so clayface dude <laughs> trying to help will is just waving his hands in the air right now yeah, really cause... one hand like you just Both don't care. hands in the air. Like I just don't care. <laughs> no, I had the I had something in my brain, and then I started saying it. And then so we this got interrupted. Week, yeah, by me and Pat. <laughs> so since you're willed this week, oh dang it! <laughs> oh, ah, Uno reverse card. In, fine. See, he knew it was going to happen. In. This week's issue of Night Quest Part 3, we see Asriel continue his search for Abator and uh, runs into some clay people that might or might not have ill intent. We see Robin reunite with his long-lost father, long-lost for the series, (laughs) and uh, and his surrogate dad, Bruce Wayne, as uh, Bruce returns home. In the meantime, Bruce had been out looking for Chandra Kinsolving and a surprise relative of hers. Will they all make it through? Will Night's End contain all of the characters we've seen thus far? Well, I guess the answer is yes. Yes. Except for one guy. <laughs> There's one guy who's definitely not showing up again. He's not making and it. And actually, that's not true. I did some research. Oh, no. And he shows back up. He ain't dead. He, no, he's dead. It's his ghost. Mm. <laughs> ghost of Christmas past. The ghost and of relatives murdered. Thankfully, Bruce Wayne is finally back. Yeah. Except so, now he's going to go away again. 
first half. Anyway. Yeah, we're getting ahead. That's the end. Sorry. That's the end. Sorry. No, I just but overall, what'd you guys so... think? What'd you guys think as a whole? As a this whole. This is our third part of reading it. Which what is your opinion of part three? I mean, we got introduced to some cool characters, but it was just so slow. Like not a lot really happened. I don't know if we're not reading enough. If we need to be read, be reading more of like the peripheral stuff, like the Justice League and like some of the stuff with Robin to get full context of everything that's happening outside it. But a lot of the stuff that we've been reading from the DC app has just been focusing on Osriel and it's just kind of boring. I mean, we've got some cool figures showing up. You got the trigger twins, you got Catwoman, uh, you know, like, but basically the, the thing with the Joker, basically it's all the villains that are interesting and he's just, I'm Batman. I go, <laughs> I He's moving fight. like a robot. Yes. Cause I thought we established that he talks like, this. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. am the Batman. Isn't that what we established? <laughs> yes, that is what okay. we established. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, it is. No, I, I mean, Don't I think, come back into my cave. <laughs> what I think is, is the whole point of this whole... Um, story arc. Story. Thank you. The point of this whole story arc is to make Asriel the villain to Bruce Wayne's Batman for the next story arc for night's end. Right. Hmm. It's a good fan theory. It is a fan theory because I'm a fan and that's my theory. (laughs) (laughs) While sitting under a fan. Because he's, he's just more violent. He doesn't pay attention to what is actually going on in the situation. Like uh, the, the whole Clayface arc. He just, you know, he, he goes after the wrong person. He he doesn't, you know, he doesn't really seem to have any sympathy when the program is running. He, he, yeah. It's just making him out as, maybe not the villain, but the wrong person for the job. And he doesn't want to give it up. Yeah. Because so it's, it's better... He's a better Batman. That's not true. He's willing to do what needs to be done. He's more handsome. He's I mean, once uh, he, more dedicated. Yeah, like once he let that, <laughs> once he let one person die, now he's out for blood for everybody else. Well, that is literally Bruce Wayne's entire monologue to the Red Hood as to why he won't kill somebody. Right. That is the reason. In in the Red Hood story arc, which is a great story, there's a point where Red Hood have either do you either of you know this story? No. I mean we've probably talked we've talked a lot about I'm not Batman gonna, stuff. I'm not gonna spoil it then. Never mind. I don't it's too good. It also has an excellent animated film. <laughs> and so I would rather you guys experience it without me spoiling it. Um but Bruce Wayne in that talks about the why he chooses to spare the lives of everybody. And the reason that he gives is if I cross that line, I will not be able to go back. And so I think he understands that once you justify a death, then you can justify whichever ones come next. And I think that's why he chooses not to, according to him. Right. And that's exactly and that's what, what Asriel does. That's what Asriel yeah. does. So the first the first story that it starts out with, at least in the app, I know you read it in the in the compendium. Yeah, right. Um 
did it start with the Legends of the Dark Knight, the quarry with Kin Solving and him trying to find her? Yes. Is that what it started for you? I don't believe so. I don't think that was in the book. At all? You didn't see what happens when Bruce finds her? Oh, he didn't have... Oh, man. What? I was like, I'm just going to read the book this time. I should not have. (laughs) That's all right. I'll go back and read it later. But I'm pretty sure I checked what it said the issues were in your book to the app, and I thought it said all of the same stuff for the end. No, I checked the list I posted. I didn't check your book. I checked. So um, it shows Bruce and Alfred... Mm -hmm. Trying, declaring that Shonda has, Chandra has, or Sandra, or Sandra has betrayed them. That right as he was ready to reveal that he was Batman, she ended up being double, a double cross and went off with the villain who had kidnapped her and Jack. Okay. I remember that, but I thought that was. Did you read it last time? Yeah. Oh, so it was one of the ones you read last time. Right. (laughs) Okay. So, did you see a whole village of people die? Yes. Okay, I never saw that. Did you ever see that? I saw the the just the panel it had in that comic. But you never read the comic where I they, didn't read the did, comic. But you where saw they the comic where the people died. I think. so. Okay, I, I didn't, and I was like, "What is Bruce Wayne talking about?" I thought the Why same thing. Does this app not put things that I need in it? And then you're thinking the same thing, maybe. But it turns out that Kinsolving is not her name, and she's actually the adopted sister of the villain. Did you read that? I didn't read that. Okay. That's what's revealed. Okay. So you saw the lead up to mm-hmm. where she went off with the bad guy. And what we find out in this one is that it was her brother. And her dad used to beat her because she was black, and he adopted an African-American kid so he could take out all of his anger on her without feeling bad. Well, what a horrible person. Yeah, but what they found out is she has like telepathic, telekinetic ability, which is how they kill that village in the comic that you read. Yeah, because they... Because he has like a helmet, and he magnifies... he, He magnifies himself through her. Yes, well, it's like her or, no, power. Yeah, her power, and he was using he it like instead of the it. heel to yes. kill. Yeah. So I remember all that. That so was the last n- time. None of that <laughs> was in. So those were in the extra ones. Those you are the read. extra ones those I read. Those are the extras you read. So you read the lead up that Will and I didn't have, but we read the conclusion <laughs> that you <laughs> don't have. Hilarious. <laughs> so let all me, the pieces so of the puzzle Pat, are coming together. Let me tell together. you how it how it concludes. Um, Bruce finds her, finds out she's being held captive and that he's merely using her as like a weapon right. and that he's torturing her basically. And he's like getting her inside her own head yeah. so that he's she's using... reliving these horrible memories because they, the first kill she ever did was her father. She Adoptive thought, father. I hate this guy. And he died. Okay. And that's why he's trying to use her because he knows that it can happen. But she like swore it off and ran away and changed her name and did all this stuff Mm -hmm. and became a doctor to help people. Right. So Bruce creates this like British man persona, Lord Hargraves or something. Yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. And he's like, "Wow, that's a good chap." And he like literally lights like a like a hospital or retirement home kind of area like a recovery ward on fire to get attention drawn to him because they try to kill him he had that persona okay in yours so i know about that persona so 
So the asp, mm -hmm. asp, <laughs> with a P, is he he gets Chandra to have hate towards like Lord Hargreaves or whatever his name is. I think Hargreaves is from Umbrella Academy. It is. Um, uh, Hargraves is that one. I don't remember. What, what Do you know his name? Do you remember? It doesn't matter. Anyway, and they try to kill him mm -hmm. using the focused power. Okay. Because they kill the mom. Bruce and Alfred are interviewing the mom about the kids, find out all of this backstory, and then she dies in front of them. And they're like, oh, it was probably that. So they're driving away, and Bruce all of a sudden feels terrible, like, ugh, indigestion, hand me the Pepto. And he goes, I feel like Hargreaves, or whatever his name is, would have died. And so he realizes that the villain is targeting his false identity. Right. So he sets it up to be captured by him, which he is. And he sends like Hemingford. Hemingford. That's what it was. I knew it was an H. Sir Hemingford. Sir Hemingford. So they, uh, he sends like a message to Tim basically saying, hey, I'm going to try something, but I might die. Alfred quits. Alfred looks at Bruce. He retires. And goes... If you're willing to put yourself on the line right now when you can barely function and you can't take this stuff because Bruce fought off some guys earlier, but it like takes a huge toll on him. Alfred's like, you're going to kill yourself. I'm not going to help you do that. Just like Michael Caine's Alfred in Dark Knight Rises, right? Rises? No. It was, is it in the Dark Knight? I don't I remember. It is, I it's don't Rises. Know. It's the beginning yeah. of Rises, right? He leaves. Yeah, he was alluding to that in the one before this yeah so he quits okay he's like i'm not going to be a part of this mm -hmm. so bruce goes gets himself captured right but then changes his persona to talk to chandra mm -hmm. and she's like oh bruce batman you know and asp finds out that bruce wayne is batman <laughs> secret identity yes. divulge and they have some fights, but ultimately what en ends up happening is she turns her power against her brother, right? Yeah. Yeah. And there's like this big storm that comes up. Um, hurricane. E basically everybody, because they're in like Santa Prisca and a hurricane hits. Everybody who knew that Batman and Bruce Wayne were the same from that get killed because of the storm. That's convenient. Or Chandra loses her mind because her brother she, was doping her with uh, hallucinogenics yes. and hypnotic suggestive drugs. So now she thinks she's a child again. And yeah. so she can't tell anybody. So Bruce that, hires that, like private care for yeah, her for the, the rest of her life. The thing about Chandra, her abilities, like, I can't remember if you said this or not, but she can heal or she can kill. Right. And so at the end, before she fully loses her mind and her abilities to actually use her powers, she does heal Bruce Wayne's injuries. And well, that's that how, makes so much more and sense. And that so that's is how, why he can function now. Yeah. So that's when right. he shows back up later with Robin, he's walking, right. talking, but, fine. But she heals him yeah, after he saves her life. Okay. And... And but she is basically the me mental capacity because like because he he basically says that he wants to marry her when he's like trying to rescue her. Yeah, wait, right when he was gonna go, right before she got kidnapped, he was going to propose to her. 
Yeah, so he does kind of propose in that yeah. one section, but then because of the mental trauma and the drugs that were being done, she ends up becoming a child at the end, so he makes sure she's taken care of like forever. Great. So, so his secret is again safe, and his body is healed, all at the expense of a wonderful doctor and potential wife. Right. <laughs> and miracle worker. Marie, like, literal you know, miracle worker. Yeah. Right. Cool. So... Um, so, so that's, that's how, what you missed out. That's how Bruce Wayne comes back. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, first off, what is it talking about with this village? So, <laughs> Oh yeah, I knew all about the village. <laughs> that's hilarious. And the other thing is, I was like, telepathy, kind of healing powers. What is this? I was like, I get that, you know, comic books are comic books sometimes. But... I, a lot of times I think of Batman being a little more grounded. I mean, you do have like Ra's al Ghul and the Lazarus pits and like things like that. But yeah. a lot of times like it doesn't get like super like powered. But sometimes it's like, oh, yeah, Batman does exist in the same world as the Justice League and people who have abilities. And so, so it shouldn't throw me off that this doctor he knew ends up being this super powered person. So, um, yes, uh, his her brother was claiming that he was trying to be able to heal more people. That's how he tricked her. That's how he tricked her. Oh. And so, you know, they were doing experiments on, like, animals and stuff, and they were corrupting her power. She didn't know about it. And finally, the final experiment to make sure it was working for the people that he was doing all this for was killing that entire village. Oh. I like that when you put us all together, we see the whole picture. That's right. The whole picture. (laughs) Didn't we make a joke about us reading like one issue each and then trying to talk about it or something? No, I think we talked about instead of doing our uh, RBS segment, uh, we each pick like a current running. Oh, I know we talked about that. I still think that would be interesting at some point. Like, you subscribe to Flash, I'll subscribe to Batman, you know, something like that. Well, he would subscribe to Flash. I have to subscribe to Superman. You have to subscribe to the X-Men. <laughs> All right. I don't know, because then you Twist can... Twist my arm. <laughs> yeah, anyway. There, about that, uh, the whole, like, Santa Prisca thing there at the beginning, and our last uh, issue, we talked about how it was kind of a random plot that both Flashes made it out of the uh, the police station in the yeah, movie. right. It just kind of cuts. Mm-hmm. So Bruce Wayne and Chandra are on the island, this small island, during the hurricane, and it just cuts, and they make it back fine. But then they talk about the brother and the mercenary that was there helping the brother and died in a boat trying to escape. It's like, what? Th- then how did you get off? Hoping a brother up. Yeah. I mean, you see him being super Bruce Wayne, like... Yeah, jacked. Super Bruce Wayne? (laughs) Amazing. I'm just saying that Bruce Wayne is trained to the point where his survival ability, he's not worried about a hurricane. I mean, he... (laughs) He laughs in the face of hurricanes. Three out of four Maybe he asked the Flash to help. (laughs) Three out of four of his limbs were non-functioning, and he was still beating guys up. With one arm. Yeah, and at the point that the hurricane happens, he's been healed then. She heals him right before that. I don't care. It's still a hurricane. (laughs) 
So maybe he's still just a dude. Bruce Wayne is the Chuck Norris of the DC universe. Okay, basically, I, I believe it. One hundred percent, I believe that. Yes. <laughs> uh, they but, were like, "All right, Chuck Norris, Batman." <laughs> <laughs> can't die beats up hurricanes but to be <laughs> beats up, beats up actually what happened they're was, called hurricanes <laughs> what happened was the hurricane realized batman was there and just went around the island <laughs> he was like oh no i can never face batman <laughs> i can never face oh. batman dude okay so did you start reading then with the Clayface thing yes okay then then i want to talk about this because i was like okay i've read comics for a long time and I haven't read tons. I've, you know, I've read a moderate amount of comics, but but that's regardless. I had no idea about Clayface two and Clayface three. I, <laughs> I didn't also either. did not. I was like, oh, I know that sometimes Clayface will have like spawn other things out of him or people or whatever. There's a good animated series episode about him uh, having a having somebody come out of him, but. Let's not be the first one. First season? Yeah. Well, that's why I'm not spoiling it. I think it's in the second season. Okay. Um Clayface showed up, but he it's didn't a, spawn anybody. It's a pretty good it's a pretty good episode. Um and that's why I'm not gonna spoil any of it. You'll probably figure it out when you're watching it, but I don't want to spoil it. Well you don't know. That's true. That's true. The way you watch things, you know. I watch things. <laughs> I just but like no, living in the moment. You have like Goo Man and this romance. It's like journal romance. <laughs> and I kind of liked it. I didn't like how they wrote it in cursive. I can read cursive, but... They wrote it in cursive? On the, on the app, it was a little harder to read. That yeah. was gonna, that's what her, I was going to say. Journal, realize that. Her journal entries are cursive. Yeah, I and think the, that was like a design choice so that you know that's what it is. But some... There was literally one panel where all the letters were almost gone. You got some well, of the ones on the edges. I think for the I think for the app they scan in stuff sometimes. If yeah, they... and so it was really hard to literally make out what the letters were. Yeah, there was an issue I think last time that in the app it had like it was like a Robin issue or something I where think it there did. there was like a text box that looked like it had been like smudged. Yeah, yeah. But it's in the section where the female Clayface, Clayface 3, um, is journaling about her romance with Clayface 2 and getting pregnant. Also, how crazy was that, right? Yeah, that'll hop in. Baby Clay. So... Um, that's that he was as developed as he is for being days old. Well, but I think that's that whole idea of... It being like clay spawn, like yeah. uh, I don't know how it works, but yeah, you're right. It is cursive. <laughs> I, I, how clear I just, is it in the book? Oh yeah, I'll show you. Well, dude, that's like actual print. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, his books are are excellent. Yeah. It's newsprint. That's that's so much easier. No, to read. it was it was it was legitimately kind of hard to read on the app. Yeah, that's much clearer. Some uh, once in a while the app will have a text box problem here or there because yeah. I think for the newer stuff, like the newer stuff is obviously done digitally, right? So yeah. they have the digital files, but for the older stuff, I'm guessing one of the reasons that some of that stuff's not even in the apps is because they have to have somebody scan it all in or something. 
Well, and yeah. I'm sure they have, you can't tell me these companies don't have archives of every issue they've ever made, but that could still be a what huge pain didn't? in the butt. Right. I would imagine they would, though, man. Well, there's no way they I wouldn't. I mean, they might have like the original drafts. I don't know. Unless, I mean, you could sell it. They might not even have that. I know a lot of the movie companies and stuff don't have a lot of all their movies. I thought production companies keep a lot of that warehoused. They they do now, not Mm -hmm. when they first started. But dude, why did the Apatur, like, come on, he had to find that cave? He's so, he's... That was just... (laughs) <laughs> that was that was uh, for the plot. That's what that was. Yeah, that man was definitely protected by plot armor. <laughs> many many um, a time. But anyway. Well, I mean, so yeah. Um, they shouldn't have had their cave so close to a, a highway. So, <laughs> yeah, I guess that would probably be the first thing, right? If you really wanted to hide out, should really be far away, right? Really in the wilderness, really. Of upstate New York or Unless wherever Gotham. The guy is. walked five miles and I was like, all right. Maybe well, he would walk 500 miles. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe he'd walk 500 more. Yeah, to find a relative to murder. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Dude, I felt so bad for, for what's his name, Graham? I know, right? What? <laughs> yeah, that was. Dude, well, I was thinking about escapes that. Escapes from the bus, keeps getting dogged, well, gets was... put on a death trap. Well, dies in the end right but it it that did not make sense to me uh yeah i kind of and the reason that didn't make sense to me was because robin was looking into it they both found the warehouse they both found the warehouse yeah and yet robin didn't look into the warehouse now i which he would have no i thought i was like there is no way even in my mind if Asriel did Asriel know that he had taken a victim yeah, at that point? Yeah. He knew. I'm yeah. I'm sure because because that, is that what is that what uh who talked to him? Alfred? Because uh Graham gets it? taken so. by Clayface. So he gets he's because Alberter or how yeah, do say his name drives off. Him. Yeah, I'm pretty with sure he knows him as Batman and Clayface 3 do, you know, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, so he knew. That's why That's why it makes absolutely no that's, sense that they I, look in the warehouse. Maybe, well, here's the thing. My problem is saying that Robin didn't look, okay, I could, I could get behind that. Saying Asriel didn't, once that well, I mean, I can get behind Ezreal not looking. Just well, my thing is, Ezreal. it's more that at that point, that's when the like the system, the program, whatever, took over. That's yeah. that's the moment where he like ends up back in the cave and he's just like hot sweat and like right. what's going on, kind of thing. Because that's you know, Abator falls into molten metal as he's like, oh, I'm just gonna leave it up whoever wins St. Dumas or the system because he can either shoot right. he can save the safety or line or he can kill him. And he kind of just doesn't do either. Like, neither one wins. He just falls. Well, yeah, so he said like, that he's not going to kill him, but he's not going to save him. And if we're going to... Okay, I'm going to talk about this now then. Because, you know, 
the Robin issue comes and Robin's like, he killed him. Mm-hmm. Because Batman doesn't do that, right? Well, he killed him through inaction. But he could have saved him, yes. is the point. Which Batman does not do that right. in the comic books. Batman would have saved him. Yes. In Batman's eyes, that is murdering somebody. If you, Correct. If somebody is going to die and you do nothing but watch, then you have sentenced that person to death in the moment. Yes. Which I but think that in is the, why uh, all of our faithful listener... All of them. All, all of our one All of you. If you're one of those people who got upset watching BVS because Ben Affleck's Batman was killing people with machine guns on his car or whatever, and you're always like, I like Christian Bale Batman. Christopher Nolan Batman's the one I like because most people I know say that. Most people I know complain about Ben Affleck, and I want you to go watch Batman Begins, and when he looks into the eyes of Rachel Ghoul, pronounced Shiraz in the movie, and he says, I don't, he's like, I'm not going to kill you, but I don't have to save you, and lets him die in a train crash, I want you to ask yourself, is that Batman, or is that Asriel? <laughs> Asriel. Okay. So I don't want any more complaints about Ben Affleck's Batman being too violent when in the Batman of the comic book's eyes, guess what? Your boy who's in Batman Begins does the same thing. Also, Keaton throws a bomb down in a sewer. Well, technically the guy's like wearing it in Batman Returns, and there's a big explosion that flies out of the manhole cover. So let's just acknowledge, Batman kills people in movies, okay? (laughs) And if you do have complaints, (laughs) feel free to contact us at longbox at guyswithissues.com. Also, if you don't know what a longbox is, we did talk about it in one episode, but it holds comic books, and that's why... You know, you're you're contacting us about issues. So that's going to the long box. <laughs> yes. More or less. I believe you. <laughs> well, you should. You made it. But anyway. Well, I did. <laughs> I'm just going to say, though, that was like exactly what Christian Bale does in Batman Begins. It is. Exactly what he does. Sure. And nobody complained. <laughs> okay, we back should. to the comment, because we're talking about like... I'm talking about Azrael, okay? Yeah, I I literally had to stop reading after I read this panel. <laughs> I I was reading it on my phone. Uh-huh. I shut the app off, uh-huh. threw it down. Uh-huh. Like, I'm done because this is like you could have cut these two little things out and I would have been fine. But it's so teenager childish. It's, is it Tim? It's when he's confronted. Uh, confront, confructed. Con- confructing. Confructing. You confructing. <laughs> he's confronting he, who? Uh, uh, Commissioner Gordon turns on the bat signal. Oh, yeah. I remember And he this goes. Scene. And Gordon's like, you, you killed him. And there's these two little boxes where it just has it blank. And then he, Azrael's like, so what's your point? I'm like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Because no. underneath is a legit response. Mm-hmm. And what's the point of these two? Th- it just makes me hate them that much more. Turned it off. Rage uh, quit. 
Commissioner Gordon, what's so, your point? It sounds like something what like is your point? if you're a parent, you're arguing with your child about something. They do something stupid. You're uh-huh. like, da, da, da. So what's the point? The point is you're stupid. <laughs> you did something wrong. That's the point. I'm sorry. It's, it's done. <laughs> he's going to rage quit this podcast. Man, he's practically um, walking out the door now. Uh, two feet out. Dun, dun, dun. Like his two feet, not like. A measurement. Okay. In case it wasn't clear. So, so yeah, that's. I had to. I had to bring that up though, and I'm glad you bring that up too because. Yeah, I'm just gonna insert. You can manipulate this how you want. Insert that for things I don't like. No, you can just point it out again. That's I'll fine. We'll run around. Out. I'll, I'll no. yeah, just point it out again. That's double rant. So <laughs> just double rant. Just double down. And then we had Gunhawk and Bunny. Gunhawk and Bunny. I like that. I I enjoyed Gunhawk and Bunny. I literally was like, oh, it's another character that Will is going to be like. (laughs) Just goofy killers, yeah. Dude. No, I have to bring up. um, So that's written. Those issues are written by Chuck Dixon. And Chuck Dixon. Sorry. (laughs) I didn't laugh at that. Nothing. (laughs) Keep talking. (laughs) (laughs) What a name. <laughs> Chuck Dixon. Stop. <laughs> I've literally never thought anything about that in all the years that I've known this person's name. Anyway, he uh, he's written some other stuff I've read, and I do tend to like his writing style. Um, I think it's interesting. He writes uh, a G.I. Joe run that's really good because Stop he it. tends to be about like military stuff and tech and guns. And so when I saw it was Chuck Dixon and it was this gun hawk guy and they're even doing like proper sniping, he's bunnies the spotter and giving him like wind and, and humidity and like, but that I was just like, Oh, that's so Chuck Dixon. Like that's just how that's why. That's that, how his GI Joe series was. That was really fun to read. That needs to be on a shirt. That's so Chuck Dixon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if it's if it's that kind of militaristic kind of like vibe, like it's because you know you have those you have those authors that are like that, like Tom Clancy and mm-hmm. Robert Ludlum and like these guys that know a lot about what they write, and so they tend to put a lot of real like even if it's wrong sometimes it still has like a a grip of realism in certain ways and that's kind of what i thought about about those issues oh man that grip of realism during the gun convention <laughs> when all the yeah. gun owners pulled guns and started all the, fighting well and... no so there was a panel where they're all figuring out what's going on yeah and then right underneath the exact same scene but, but they're all grinning I know. Yeah. And I was like, that is so real to no, life. No, it's true because everybody... I, okay, that's All not right. true. Not everybody oh, I yeah. know who conceals and carries. There are uh, at least a couple people there's, I know a lot of people who like conceal that. and carry who just wait for that moment. Right? Like they want exactly. that moment. Exactly. Some of my friends who conceal and carry will tell you that that's something they hope they never have to do. Right. But no, I had kind of expectations when I saw that it said like written by Chuck Dixon Mm -hmm. and I was like, started reading it. And immediately that first section with the sniping, I was like, oh, I'm back in G.I. Joe again. (laughs) It was pretty, his run on G.I. Joe is really good. 
It's I, fun. I to bet read. I would. I, I would. Like that would be. I bet you. Yeah. I bet you both would enjoy it a lot. Yeah. Probably. You don't have to have any foreknowledge of GI Joe. Put to it enjoy on the it list. That's a. Hey, I'll do that now. Yeah. So, favorite so. scene. Did we have a favorite scene, Pat? Did you have a favorite scene? Um. I'm going to say I liked how uh, protective the clay faces were. Mm. What they were willing to do to try to save their baby. Yeah, like, even though they were, like, inhuman monster kind of people, yeah. right? Like, mm-hmm. not looking normal. They were very human. They, they were, were very human in their, that they wanted to And paternal. Them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really, I didn't. I really liked that clay face, the whole thing, just because it was, I mean, it showed Asriel doesn't think very well. It still. showed that monsters can still be good people. Uh, sort of. I mean, he was still hurting he was, people. Right, but he was he, doing what he thought he had to do to save his his own. Yeah. And you can't really fault him for that. That and he's in constant pain unless he, like, dissolves people. Right. <laughs> but he was trying to yeah. keep that at bay. They should just use him for death row. I thought that. I was like, you know what? If he's like, I'm trying to go good, but my pain literally gets to the point where I can't function as a as a being. Right. And they were like, you know what? Forget gas. Forget injections. And like they were, we talked about conceal and carry, and now we're talking about the death right. penalty. Death penalty. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but seriously, like in the world of Batman, if they have the death penalty, he would actually be a great alternative because it helps him and it helps them. Well, it doesn't help them. I think it's pretty. Painful. No, no, no. Helps like the oh, legal oh. system. They don't. <laughs> like, they save some money. <laughs> the they don't have to people. use the gas chamber. They don't yeah. have to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. No, it looks excruciating I mean, yeah, though. It does. So you'd probably want to anesthetize the person, right? I mean, probably. you'd anesthetize them. You wouldn't make probably. them go through it. But anyway, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I kind of see your point about monsters finding their humanity, but at the same time it's kind of selfish for them to end other people's lives sure for their own selfish they are monsters for their own selfish purposes like even if it's child uh i didn't say they turned into superheroes <laughs> yeah it's he just... didn't say they were good I, people. I just liked it it kind of spun it on its head a bit a little bit yeah because it gave you you kind of rooted for them to succeed as far as as far you as... didn't want them to lose their baby. You didn't want, you know what I mean? Right. And deep down, you wanted them to be able to have a, a relationship where they could be outside of society and exist. Right. As long as... As long did. as they let people live. Right. Which is, the problem is Clayface 2. Clayface 3 seemed fine. She she didn't give any care to the world of wanting to go back to society. But, but boy, he... I thought that was... He has the pain. I thought Was he Clayface 3? I thought that was Lady Clay was his... I thought she was three and he was two. I think he's three. And she's two? And she's Lady Clay is what they called her. Yeah, but it's one, two, and three. Yeah, she's two, he's three. I was, sure. thinking, I was thinking that she was three. My bad. I was saying yeah. it backwards the whole time. Hey, you might be right. Let us know. Please, fair listener, <laughs> forgive me for misleading, misspeaking, misinformation. So that was your favorite favorite yeah, part. Yeah, so. Yeah. What uh, about you, uh, Wilhelm? Uh, I really like the uh, beginning with Bruce. Mm. Uh, the whole Doctor Chandra thing that I didn't read. The part that Patrick that, didn't have. 
Patrick kind of pre-read to help us sort out that story. Right. Or read the part that came that before that. That is still so funny that With you actually saw that part. And then uh, and we saw the other. We've read the entire story. Robin number seven, I think, was a that a was good, a good a yeah, good comic. That was a good comic too. Oh yeah, that whole that whole comic was good. Like anything, can we we've established that the Tim stuff is just it's yeah good. yeah it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm going to tell you what's funny is I went back to take some notes, and when I opened that issue on uh on the app so most of the issues that were in it it would be like you'd open it and it would say like oh abitur kidnaps you know the clay child and tries to get them to do it and i like and it would give you it gives you like a synopsis right um specifically of like that issue and um it cracked me up because the Robin synopsis, the about this book, every other one gave at least a sentence or two synopsis. The synopsis for the Robin book says, enjoy this great comic from DC's digital archive. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't like Tim Drake. That's that's literally what I thought. Because they didn't even have the time of day to write him a synopsis. <laughs> In a in an in an oh, like a connected story arc, it's not like a standalone comic. Right, it ties. It's a tie-in. Poor Tim Drake. Ah, oh, I was like, oh man. So in the app, also the Tim Drake one, in the app, uh, is like the fourth comic. So you actually read it before any of the Asriel stuff in the app, and so that's what I did, and I read it, and I was like when did he kill him? And I'm like Googling stuff. And I was like, did I miss an issue? And then I just, I was like, whatever, I'm going to continue and see if I can figure it out later. And then I start reading the next thing and they're like, we're trying to find him. And I was like, Oh, these buttheads, they didn't even have it in chronological order. And so that was really frustrating to me because then I already knew that he died and like Azrael somehow is john paul somehow to blame for his death right i knew it from the before i even saw asriel in this in this part spoiled for you dude that sucks what about asriel handing bruce's keister that in that brief exchange in the bat cave when bruce gets in his face and asriel just smashes him into some stuff yeah (laughs) asriel's like full suited up and bruce went out in street clothes Oh yeah, but but even Bruce is like, man, man, I'm rusty. I'm gonna have to get better because he's upgraded. (laughs) He's rusty for not doing it for a month. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hey, when I don't do something for a month, you know, when I used to play a lot of Destiny, if I didn't play PvP for like a week, I'd go from like being the top guy on the team to being like the bottom guy on the team, and that's just my fingers. So Bruce Bruce Wayne hadn't even been walking. (laughs) That's fair. But uh, anyway, yeah. And so what do you guys think? Um, I guess it's my, I need to say what part I yeah. like, don't I? Yeah. Your favorite part. Come on. So your part was just the Robin issue. Yeah, I'd say that was probably the best. Okay. Um, my favorite part was uh, the Gunhawk and Bunny thing. That was good. I, I really liked it. I considered it. making that mine. I, but... um, I did like... 
uh, I liked Commissioner Gordon confronting Azrael on the roof. I thought that was really good. Um, well, and the- I liked. <laughs> <laughs> That's to come, Pat. Well, um, I mean, it's already happened, but. But it's going to come back around. I also like the, yeah, it's two panels, man. He only got the first panel in. Um, <laughs> so I also, I, I too liked the Robin issue though, which was kind of a bummer because it was the, so it was the first three, uh, the first three in the app were the Bruce Wayne stuff with the kin solving. Mm-hmm. And then you had the Robin issue and then you had all the Azrael stuff. And so it was kind of disappointing because the Robin issue was so good that then you go through the Azrael stuff and like that one's always a bit more hit or miss, you know? Yeah. Um, but I was just like, Oh, the Robin part was so good. And because it started because that had Bruce in it. And I just read the part where Bruce like saved her and he's going back home. I was like, Oh, Bruce is going to be in the last 10 issues. And I was like, oh, it's out of order. Dang it. I I was so upset. (laughs) I thought we were getting Bruce Wayne back for the end of it. And and we did. I mean, it was the end, but it wasn't the end that I thought was the end. I thought he was also going to make a comeback just from the doctor consolving things when he gets healed. I'm like, okay, these last few issues... We're gonna get some. Con- they're gonna set up some confrontation between him and Osriel for all the the stuff that he's been doing. And then they didn't. No, I think that's what the and next. That's the prop is for Night's End confrontation yes. between Night's End. But okay, so did you have a favorite character for this one? Was it the Clay people? No, or- it was definitely Gunhawk and Bunny. <laughs> it was my favorite characters in this arc. Yeah, their personas. Their personas. It was just, it was good times. It was fun. Dude. Well, even like when they're in the cabin and she's like cleaning the gun. Right. And he's and he's like, oh, we need to steal this. And she's like, ah, oh, are you sure? And then she ends up getting shot and you're actually like, oh, I don't want Bunny to die. Right. <laughs> you're. <laughs> and we get a cool hospital shootout. That's right. Dude, it, watching Gunhawk and Azrael fight was cool though. It was. Mm-hmm. With his, um, what, automatic... Sh- I called it uh, a shuriken, uh, a mini, a shuriken minigun. Is yeah, what that I, is pretty yeah. much what it is. Man. He magnetized but, each of the, the, the bat things that he threw. <laughs> so it was almost like he had a mini railgun on his arm. That's, really, that's what it would be yeah. like. What about you? shoot really fast. Dude. What about you? Same thing? Um, same? Yeah. Or different? He kind of stole mine. I mean... It can be the same. It can be the same. It we've, can we've be the same. We've all picked Tim Drake before. <laughs> Did we? Yeah, I think the one time we, we said Tim was our favorite for something. Uh, I think all of us said it. Maybe I'm wrong. Must have been the first one. First I time. know Pat and I definitely said it I mean, it you before. could pick Asriel. We know how much you enjoy Jean-Paul Valley. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> Never! I mean, kudos to Alfred, too, for quitting. Oh, yeah. Alfred's, then, a, Alfred's a good character, I for don't sure. remember that. Like, he, he retires. <laughs> Batman doesn't actually go through with what he was going to do. I don't... Or did he? No, yeah, because he, he's like, if you go to the boat, I'll quit. And he went to the boat, quit, survive. Alfred's gone. But Alfred did go... 
to give advice and try to back Bruce up, though. He went back and he confronted Asriel oh, and, he yeah. ca- and he cleans the yeah. manor one more time. I saw that. And he's crying because yeah. he's like, this is the last time I'm going to clean this place. And he's crying. He's like, I won't leave it in the state it's in. Yeah, I don't. But because it is now. him, he confronts Asriel yeah, about, I, about I remember what that. it is. I thought you said he went back to Bruce and to no, confront No, no, no. Him. He goes back to the manor. So yeah. is it just that yeah. one issue? It's three issues. Oh, it's three it's issues. It's a three issue. And Alfred yeah. quits in the second one. I will. I will. I have to go back and read those. Um, I'm but, interested. But no, his confrontation, Alfred's confrontation, that like page with Asriel, with Jean-Paul, mm-hmm. that was cool. Yeah. Like as because uh, Alfred was, I think Asriel threatened him, and Alfred's just like, "Whatever, child, go away." <laughs> but he also he's challenges unfazed. him because he's basically like, "Look, it doesn't matter if he's like you still have to choose to be the cowl." Yeah, like he kind of challenges him because because he doesn't want to do something. Oh no, he gets him to go help Bruce. That's oh, what yeah. it is. Yeah, that's what it was. So. So he goes and convinces Jean-Paul to go try to save Bruce, and he does, but they had a decoy, and he stops the decoy, and Bruce ends up being kidnapped. Mm. So, but Alfred resigns, goes back to the manor, confronts Jean-Paul to try to protect Bruce, and then goes to clean the manor one more time before he's gone. Because Jean-Paul don't clean, apparently. No, that was, I mean, Bruce saw the manor and he's like, what is happening? Yeah. I also like when he's like, he's he's bricked up all the entrances and Batman pulls a sledge and he's like, <laughs> well, we're going to open one. <laughs> yeah, I like that too. That was sweet, dude. I liked that. Um, yeah, you can definitely see uh, how there's there's definitely stuff in this series that I feel like Christopher Nolan, everybody talks about how The Long Halloween is is cited for being a big inspiration of Christopher Nolan's movies, but you can see a lot of stuff, especially Nightfalls with Dark Knight Rises. But like there's there's a there are different things that like that like re re entering the bat cave after you mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But Oh, my my favorite. Oh, I was yeah. like, what are we doing? I, I was sorry, I was trying to think. I think it was in the Robin issue where Batman was talking about retiring. Yeah. Yes. Well, and that's why Ra- Robin didn't want to tell him about what was going yeah. on because he's what... like, "Oh, he's so happy." Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then B- Bruce sees his house and he's dude, he's like immediately mad. <laughs> I don't think Robin would have had to tell him the murder thing. I think he would have just seen the manor and everything and been like, "Oh no, this kid needs a a good chastisement." Right. <laughs> um but uh, no, my favorite characters. I'm, I'm gonna pick Gunhawk and Bunny. I am. They're just too fun, even as bad guys. They were like, even how Gunhawk's like, man, we'd make a good team. Like we're awesome. <laughs> this is your good fight. Blah blah blah. Right. blah. He's like, yeah. that's a pretty cool gun. Blah blah. <laughs> oh, and it's just, it's. I don't know. There's just a place for that kind of character once in a while, mm-hmm. and it's. I mean, they shared a lot of the same qualities as like the trigger twins. Yeah, I would say, but I like, I personally, for me, I think I just liked them even more. Yeah. A little bit, but I don't know. It was just, 
they were just those bad guys you love to see. I'd love mm-hmm. to see Gunhawk come back around. I mean, I like the Trigger Twins too. I like that whole arc where they went I did and too. they, they um, you know, robbed the, the train. train. It's like, come on, that's so cool. Yeah, the best thing is when comic creators into, into Batman, Batman. And it's like, great. The best thing is when creators look back at stuff like that and they go, okay, we're going to make a situation where somebody's paying like big money and we're going to pull all these characters from different things and they'll bring them back in like the same issues. So it'd be like Gunhawk and Bunny alongside the Trigger Twins trying to like do a bounty on Batman or something. Right. I love when stuff like that happens. Yeah. This That would be a great one. Wouldn't it? That would be so good. Maybe. Maybe it does happen. I'll have to look up Gunhawk's like comic history. See when he shows up. I mean, he's just a mercenary. Yeah. It's just a killer for hire or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's the kind of thing that Batman fights. You know, it's another dead shot or whatever. Mm-hmm. But anyway, least favorite scene? Probably the whole thing with uh, nobody looking in the warehouse. <laughs> The guy dying a gruesome death. Yes, that was just ridiculous. It was pretty, pretty, pretty dumb. Yeah, I would agree. I did think that I was like nobody went back and checked. Nobody checked. Nobody checked. That's ridiculous. I expected Asriel not to, just because that's my opinion. Yeah, but your point. opinion of Tim is very high. It is. And You're I like, why did too. Tim not look? Exactly. It's like he's like he's got to be here. They find him very close to that area. <laughs> So they should have went and said, like, maybe he had other things in the fire. Maybe he was doing other things. No, nothing. They didn't look. Nothing. I was yeah. like, are you kidding me? And a me? good man died on a table of nails. Yeah. It's a pretty clever contraption, though. Adding weight to somebody on a nail bed. I would. I never would have thought of it. No. But I'm not the villain in this podcast. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think you know mine. It's the uh, scene on top of the roof where uh, Commissioner Gordon confronts. Uh, <laughs> I love how you brought it back around. Yeah, you didn't like how Commissioner Gordon was. Is that what it was? No, it was, it was uh, the child's real stupidity, and the whole thing is just still. Mm. So what's your point? Yeah. <laughs> See, the voice matches just too. It's too well. It's too good. Um, What was my least favorite? You know, my least favorite thing was the fact that chronologically I had to run them out of order. (laughs) That threw me off so bad. No, that would be bad. Dude, it threw me off so badly. Um, So... I would say that's not the story's fault. That's DC's app's fault. I'm going to be straight with you. Okay. We're going to be at... We're complete not, contention. We're, we're not taking the long route. Pat and I are going to go full yin and yang. We're going to butt the heads. Oh, you didn't like the clay face? Stuff? The clay face part was probably my least favorite in this yeah. in this section. Yeah. And only only because I was like, with it, again, I I was just like, what does this have to do with anything? That was <laughs> like what you said you liked about it. I would agree with that. I liked that they took characters that normally you wouldn't get to see like a non-villain only side and gave them something more. Right. But I'm but I was like come on. This story needs to just keep moving. Like those two <laughs> those issues I was like we really had to have like clay people brought in to have something tying into 
a Batman thing. And I'm like, what are these? Are these people important? Maybe I felt like your Flashpoint thing from last week, right? Where where you're like, what? I don't know about these people. And I was like, man, I know a, a lot about Batman. I don't know about these people. <laughs> no, I, maybe that was part of it. Well, you know, they know. had to have that in there, so um, the Arbiter had time to build that machine. Yeah, I know. That's they had to slow the reader down so that he had right. <laughs> time to build. No, he, he said I, that uh, he built that for Graham's aunt. Yeah, right. I know. I was making. It he up. was trying yeah. to make a joke. No, Will. it was it was factually incorrect. <laughs> it was. It was a so, factually so incorrect is joke. Eighty percent of what comes out of our mouths on this podcast. That is true. Calling us out. I don't believe you. <laughs> uh, and if you want to correct us. <laughs> so, did you have a least favorite character? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. John Paul. Jean-Paul? Yeah. Okay. I think we might unanimously agree that he is the, the worst. <laughs> I, he's okay, in the wrong role. Okay, here's the role. thing. I well, it depends on what do the find is. reading some of his, like the way his stuff's written anyway, is it gets old because you're just like, plus he almost ran over that lady. He, oh, ran, he yeah. almost ran over a lady. Oh, you know what? Can I'm actually just... going to backpack. Uh, backpack. <laughs> I'm going to backtrack on that. I'm going to backpack say the on that. Back... Was actually my least I'm going to backpack character. on that back. Mm track <laughs> yeah the arbiter was my least favorite character because of all of the um uh it happened because of the plot with oh, like story falling arc. off a bus into the falling off a bus, into the clay face thing and then you got uh he gets his he gets what he wants in the end even after he dies face full of slag just because <laughs> two people who should have actually checked the warehouse never did <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm going to yeah, say... that death's on you, Tim Drake. <laughs> you hear me, Tim? No, no. You let us down. It's still on the Arbiter, but... And Asriel. Sure. I mean, that's the police's whole point, right? Is that they couldn't question him to find out where the victim was. They He wouldn't have told them anyway, but... No, he wouldn't have. <laughs> they would have had just as much time. It would have turned out the same. That's just how it is. Anyway. Will, who is your... <laughs> <laughs> oh well, you know I got to think about it here for a second. Uh, Alfred, definitely right, so Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, him and his confronting is just <laughs> confronting. too much. No, I'm just gonna <laughs> stick with my good old uh, <laughs> punching bag, Jean Paul Valley. It's like you don't like him or something. <laughs> if we're if, gonna make a we'll top see, five least favorite characters, I really, I really do think number one. Depends on how this ends, really. Like, what is his end? What's his end game? I really do think that you might actually like him if he wasn't trying to be Batman. Yeah. And he was I mean, being something else. He was being Asriel? Yeah. <laughs> he was being Asriel. So when Batman becomes Batman again and Jean-Paul becomes Asriel, you think you might like Jean-Paul later? Maybe. Maybe? Maybe. No. <laughs> it depends on how he's written, really. No. Oh Lord! I really do think they're setting him up just as an incompetent Batman, incompetent man, <laughs> to give Bruce Wayne a reason to get back into it. Mm. Yeah, to bring him back, give yeah, him motivation. Because I mean, like in in Robin Seven, if everything was going well. He That's, was just going to retire. Is that the series that came after Big Hero 6? Yes. <laughs> Big Hero 6, Robin 7. Robin 7. 
<laughs> Robin Seven Eleven. <laughs> Oof. It's a completely different story. <laughs> but yeah, so I I mean I, I think this this whole thing was and it was very drawn out. But you mean as a whole? It, as a whole. Night Quest. Night Quest as a whole was drawn out. It was just I really think it was just to slowly show the reader that he is not fit to be Batman. Oh yeah. I can I'm pretty sure. Who is my least favorite person? I I have to say, um, I really didn't like the guy at the convention that shot Bunny. Uh, who would shoot Bunny? Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> no, sorry. I mean, you're not wrong. Like, was she's a jerk. Sh- like, what's what's wrong with her? Okay. Um, no. Uh, I think it's the Avatar as well. Yeah. Like I, he, he overstayed his welcome in my opinion. Like you think Jean-Paul overstays his welcome in general, Will, but um, I think it's just as an ongoing bad guy, I just don't think he had what it, like bring, bring back somebody that feels a little more compelling. I would have taken Gunhawk getting like three more issues of being on the run, having gunshot right. fight. Yeah, I mean, he's nice. not smart enough to like, well, Jean-Paul's not smart. <laughs> but maybe that's the thing is, is Abiter is actually a really skilled serial killer. And so it, it's, <laughs> it puts somebody ahead of him. Like normal Batman would have been like, oh, I'm going to take this guy down. Right, because normal Batman's an actual detective. Yeah. And so may, they, they have this character that's creepy and, and gross and you just want him to be stopped, but he's good enough to stay one step ahead mm-hmm. of the protagonist. But man, I just, I, I mean, he overstayed his welcome. His superpower is happenstance. So <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I happened upon this and I happened upon that. Yeah. I just so I, happened to get away. What? <laughs> I jumped uh, off a moving bus, falling off a cliff into the cave of two, <laughs> Monsters. So did and he? And I'm unscathed, alive. I don't think and I it come was out chronologically back to back. Did he actually have powers where was he? he got people's blood and like healed them? You mean stuff? how he said that if he killed, then he became stronger? I mean, not necessarily his family, but well, that's what he said, though. Well, I understand. That. I don't know. He said he sucks in their life spirit but, or but something. But everybody, but Robin was like, "Don't let him get away." Because there's a foundry going, and there's people there, and then you started like cutting people, and like their blood was coming to him. And, I noticed that like, too. What the heck was all that about? I didn't think they really did that in the other issues with him. I don't think so, but maybe. I mean, he talked about becoming stronger by consuming the life force. So of his family, really, but he's just did... a vampire. <laughs> that's yeah. what he is. Then. There you go. Maybe it's, that's delusional. He's just a, a delusional vampire. <laughs> I don't know who controls luck. He has a, there's an X-Men. Man, that sounds like a horrifying villain. A delusional vampire that controls luck? Are you kidding me? I think we just came up with a new character for a comic book. I think we just read about him. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He stayed, he overstayed just a little bit. So overall then, thoughts. This isn't going to be our, our rating yet. We finished Night Quest. I feel like I know... Something of what will my I mean, have I think to I already say. said it at the beginning. 
where like I didn't feel like a whole lot happened. All the most compelling characters were side characters, like villains yeah. like Catwoman, Joker, Trigger Twins, Gunhawk, and Bunny. Whereas like Osriel was kind of boring. Like if you read from the DC app, you didn't get a whole lot of what happened on Santa Prisca with Bruce, unless you were Pat. Did <laughs> just extra work extra work um, but then if you didn't hey, read on the, but then if you didn't read on the dc app and you were pat and you just read out of the book you didn't read about bruce and santa brisca in the end. <laughs> yeah so <laughs> i don't know if it was a pro and a con i don't know if we're just missing bits of the story that make it better because it the focus of night was so much on Osriel that it kind of just I know you said that on. but I don't think I don't think that there's anything that would add to this that would have made this section seem better. I don't think no. there is. It it feels like they were just trying to throw as many Batman villains at Azrael that they hadn't used during um Nightfall. Maybe. But I, I don't I don't know it it was too long. The night quest portion. The night quest portion. It was yeah, the just... nightfall portion felt good, like nightfall with Bruce great. and then even Asriel taking down Bane at the end, mm-hmm. even though the second half definitely felt like it dragged a little bit. We said that. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, night quest, like I said, what, in the last night quest episode, it just feels like you're reading some ongoing thing. It doesn't feel like an event most of the time. But then you get some of the event moments, like the Robin issue. Robin issue yeah. felt like a good event moment. Um, but most of it just feels like Asriel facing the Avatar. <laughs> uh, but I, you know what's interesting is we said that we liked the last one better than the first part, like of the three parts we read. We said that, like, the part with Joker and Catwoman and stuff, we enjoyed a little more, but it felt like the whole thing was being dragged out a little bit. Yeah. Now, when I read this, maybe it was because there was only 10 issues, and a couple of them, three of them were Bruce, the one, technically four, with Robbins. And then you had, like, the Gunhawk, the two issues with Gunhawk. By the way, that was super disappointing, because you finish the Gunhawk issue, Bunny got shot, and then it goes back to him chasing Avatar. Like the next issue is the one where he kills him. And I was like, no, I want to finish what we're in the middle of. (laughs) But I almost felt like thinking back, I was like, oh, yeah, I really liked the Joker part on the last one. But I almost felt like this section to me where you said it really dragged. To me, I felt like this one kind of flew by somewhat. Maybe you know maybe it was because I how I read it. I don't know. What this last section didn't have those same kind of like internal dialogue boxes associated to Azriel that they usually no, do. Where it was just going on and on. Yeah, yeah they kind of cut that out. These last, I noticed there was section. a lot less of that. Yeah, so I don't know if that made the reading a little bit easier because it had just like more regular dialogue. But that was my least favorite part of the other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like we all agree that Night Quest was a bit more of a stinker after following Nightfall. Right. That it it didn't feel nearly as 
good to to go through. I've still en- I still enjoyed it. Yeah, on the whole, on, on the, the whole. whole. So okay, how would you rate? Okay, what are we gonna rate? Out of five, what? Out of five, what? Out of five guns. Out of five bunnies. Or bunnies. <laughs> five we do bunnies. Five bunnies. <laughs> Uh, out of a five, out uh, of the out of five <laughs> hospital shootouts, <laughs> five bunnies. That's funny. We should do that because it, right. it made us laugh. Just because it made us laugh. Oh, how oh, how hilarious was it when he went to take the hostage and it was the CPR dummy? Uh, <laughs> yes, that was good. And he's like, "Dang he's it, like, nobody move!" Ah, dang it. And he's like, goes back to shooting. Uh, so I laughed at that again. Anyway, yeah, good Chuck Dixon. <laughs> good Chuck Dixon stuff. So. Do you, I don't remember what I gave. The you know, I I'm gonna make a list one day <laughs> where we can reference it back because I have a list of all of like I keep a running list of our episodes, and so um, I'm gonna go through and put the ratings in eventually. But um, I don't remember your exact rating. Well, I'm just thing. I'm just gonna say four and a half, four point five for for part three. For part three. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go three point five. Okay, then I'm gonna go. Um, what did I did I do a three point five last time? I feel like I that's think we were right. the same. Um, I'm gonna break my norm and go three point eight because I don't think it's a five, but I don't know if I'd say it's a four. Yeah, but okay, so out of that was the, out of bunnies, <laughs> four and a half bunnies. Three and a half bunnies. Three point eight bunnies. It's got dark. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't have picked bunnies. We should have picked guns. Well, too no. late now. Uh, so, okay. Night Quest as a whole. As a whole? Yeah. What should we do it out of? Out of five whiny Batman. <laughs> I was going to say broody Batman. Brood. No, because Batman broods. That's true. Asriel... Punch, punching, uh, fists, out of five fists. Out of five dead abiters. You you start talking about it, but Osriel continues to have this weird thing with women because he had that thing with Catwoman. That's true. The student at the... Oh, uh, when Joker set him up. The Joker, and he almost ran over that hooker. That's in true. In the beginning. He did. Wait, wait. Was it a hooker? I don't know. Uh, because here's the thing. I think he's making an assumption. I asked myself, that question i said was that a hooker <laughs> I, I did I not that i did i had the same thought i wondered I, depending on what time because batman's usually out at night and she was wearing some tight clothing and she was and i was just like i wonder i wonder if that was a street worker someone who works the night okay now hold on she's hold, a she's wait. a painting on a page just i'm hold, not gonna hurt her feelings hold on a second it. hold on a second are you saying that women who are out at night in tight-fitting clothing are hookers. Because if you are... Don't put in, words in our on, Gotham because City. Because if you are, that makes Catwoman one. I Catwoman mean, would totally be a <laughs> I don't believe that. Listen. Listen. I think you're confused. And that I think you're trying to put words in our mouths. Listen, doesn't that make all superheroes that are female? <laughs> I I didn't say they had to be female. Did I say they had to be female? Okay, then doesn't that make I all superheroes? 
I said she. I think we were, it was because we were talking about a female, right? right though. Yeah. Okay. I made to... that assumption. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, we're just assuming all over the place. Where's the flipping? Okay. Where's the part? It's close to the end. Is it really that yeah. far? But it's at the very beginning of a. Oh, right here. Oh, yeah, it's right there. No. Okay. Listen. She's got fishnets. And she used a word in a Gotham. She's got a fur jacket. In a Gotham minute, she said. Fishnets, high heels. Yeah. Look, she's literally walking alone on a street in Gotham at night. No okay. woman does that. Especially at a crime spree. Like, yeah. Well, no, no she it's always a crime spree. Now, but you know. <laughs> it's Gotham. I'm going to. Yeah. You would have killed me. In a Gotham second. <laughs> you just hear. In a like, second? Just in a, a second. second. That's hilarious. Yeah, I... Uh, yeah, did not no, assume you know that what? about her at all. You know what? I guess that's She's got some hoop earrings. Hold on. I don't know what that says no, about No, some bracelets. You know what? I feel like you miss a lot of context. She might be. She might be. But she doesn't look super made up. She's got some lip gloss. She might have some mascara. I don't, she, I don't know. She might have just been out on the town with her friends. I will. We'll never know. We will never know. Who wrote that episode? Issue. Yeah, that issue. I know. Doug Mo Monk Monk Monch. I don't know. All right. Well, Doug, if the guy, you uh, ever listen to this podcast, you can write us at Longbox at guysofissues.com. Uh, we just need <laughs> to know, know if that was an innocent. <laughs> bystander or an innocent street worker both innocent i don't know why we need to know that but we don't i'm just going to assume she wasn't because that's <laughs> that's the kind of guy i am yeah i looked at it and my question was was i supposed to think it was is what i thought and i, I don't not, think that i assumed she was i think my conclusion was actually that she was not i miss so many context clues like that. So it would not surprise me. <laughs> and Will Wentz, that's me. a hooker. <laughs> no, I saw that and immediately had the same question of like, why does he always have this weird thing with women at that point in time? Like, I think they used a woman in that section because a woman almost getting run over feels more, uh, what would be the word? Triggering? Just, I it, yeah. I think it's just like would register more. Of I an think it just response. has it has a grosser feel. Running anybody over is bad, but if you see a guy look up and go, "He would have killed me in a Gotham minute second," or you see a, a woman look up and say it, you just I feel like w you just have a greater response to being like that guy's a douchebag. <laughs> right. I can agree with that. I guess that's just that internal that that whether you think it's the wiring thing but it's just like a man who would who would do that also i didn't even remember she had fishnets on again could could just be out with friends yeah i know you have your furs and your fishnets and you're running across the street without looking both ways obviously because you can't tell me that batmobile is not loud so she needed to do her due diligence as a pedestrian so no, but what, what were we even... I asked uh, our rating. Uh, our rating overall. Overall rating for Night Quest, okay. But I was trying to think of, like, what could we do? What could? What would be the... I know. I have it. Out of five bat suit upgrades. There you go. Because that's what happened through Night Quest. It was the bat suit kept getting upgraded. Right. Okay. 
So I'm going to say four. Four? I'm going to say four. Okay. I liked it a, a decent amount. I thought it was too long, but I liked a lot of the side characters, even if the main character was like, eh, to me. Okay. What about you, Theo? How many out of five would you give it? One, two, three, four, or five? Uh, five. <laughs> nice. Five okay, so. That is a diehard <laughs> Batman fan right there. You like Batman enough to give it a five? Okay. He's nodding. Okay, Will, what would you give it? Overall, the entirety of it, I would probably give it like a 3.8. Oh, that's nice. 3.9. That is genuinely higher than I expected Me it to too. be. I thought yeah. it was going to be a 3 or 3.5. That's good. It's not, so, it's not quite a 4. But it had enough things you liked. But it had enough other characters right. and stuff. It was, I think it was the other characters, in my opinion, that really to, carried it. Yeah, carry it. Mm, cool. I'm going to give it a 4. Um, yes. Just because it's, I, it's not as good as Nightfall. But it did have, you know... I would say well over half of what we read, I still enjoyed a lot of, like genuinely. Mm -hmm. And there were some parts that weren't as good. And like we said, as an ongoing series, it's kind of, you're like, oh, that just feels like it's dragging. Um, I will say that according to a friend of ours who has read all of it, excuse me, according to a friend of ours who has read all of it, he says Night Quest is the weakest of the three. And then Night's End picks back up a little bit. And I said to him, that's because Bruce Wayne is back. That's right. And his answer is, you know, that's probably right. (laughs) (laughs) So, so yeah, okay. So we're all around a four. Three three and a half to four is probably where I'd fluctuate. And and I'd bump it to a four just for the stuff that I did enjoy. Um, And I... I don't know. It, I don't feel like three and a half and four is a drastic difference, but I'll, I'll go ahead and... And if Will can give it a 3.8, then mine's a four because he definitely disliked parts of it more than I did. Yes. Right. But I definitely disliked other parts that, you know... But that's what makes it fun to read together. So, uh, next issue, next week, are we... Did Have we decided? Are we going to do Green Lantern? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Green Lantern, um, we're not sure. Emerald Twilight, I think. Is that what you're doing? I think we're going to do Emerald Twilight. So it's like three issues, um, pretty easy to find online if that's how you read. If not, you're going to have to find a collected trade because uh, standalones are going to be hard to come by. Heads up, two weeks, we are going to... Uh, probably be doing Night's End in a single shot. One episode, 12 to 14 issues, instead of splitting it in half and having two more. Yes. I think we're going to be doing a full discussion. So if you do read along with us, just know, if you do read along with us, just know that uh, you will have a solid handful to read again for that one. And uh, hopefully you get to jump in on that conclusion alongside us. You guys have anything? Nope. Well, the only thing I have is I'm Patrick. This is Will. 
And I'm Chris, and we are Guys With Issues. You can catch the new issue of Guys With Issues each week on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Or check out our website at guyswithissues.com, where you can listen, find reading lists, follow along, and get to know us better. You can also find us on Instagram at guys underscore with underscore issues, and on Facebook at Guys With Issues. Send us emails to longbox at guyswithissues.com and tell us your thoughts. Send us suggestions on what we should read next. We would love to hear from our listeners. Too many tangents. Okay. Get back on track. We don't have we don't have Captain Tangent anymore. Uh, That's from the fabled episode only. Captain Tangent is always with us. (laughs) In our hearts. (laughs) Oh, sorry. And to my right. Anyway. (laughs) In our hearts and to my right. (laughs) Who's the one left? (laughs) (laughs) And myself. (laughs) 